Welcome back to another episode of Bopcast, where it is my job to break down the moments, the stories, the tips, the advice, the good, and the bad to understand a little bit more about people and go deep in some raw and uncensored conversations on this podcast. My name is Ryan Sullivan, also known as Sully Bop. I'm a rapper, producer, DJ, and podcaster here from New Jersey. And today on the show, I have my friend Amanda Socorro. Amanda is a singer, songwriter, producer as well. We connected on Instagram, had some good conversation there, and uh, we decided it would be a good idea to have her up on the show. And we had a great conversation today. We touched everything from country music to the state of music today, the differences between those, coming up as an artist today. Today, how she grew her fan base on TikTok by becoming the manifesting musician and the entire story behind that. That was super interesting to me. We had Kurt on the other day as well talking about his rise on TikTok. And it's just so interesting to me to see people rise on these platforms. Uh, Amanda being a great example of that. So I, I digress on the details of the show. We're just going to get to it. But just know that our sponsor today is SodaBeats.com. The easiest, the best way to create rap and hip-hop beats online today i've used it myself i've created an entire song with it uh, that will be releasing shortly and it's just the easiest way it's literally on your browser you don't need to download anything and it's free to try so sodabeats.com if you got a couple minutes go up there see what you can whip up i digress once again folks i'm sully here with amanda let's get to the episode Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bopcast. Today, I am here with my friend, Amanda Sikoral. She is a musician, songwriter, content creator as well. Um, we actually met on the great platform, one of the best platforms of all time, the great Instagram. And um, and I'm not even really, like, it's a joke, but really it's like between Instagram and LinkedIn, I've probably met, like, most of the people that um, I've had on this podcast or, you know, been friends with in the last few years, too. Um, just a, an amazing place, you know? never know who who you're gonna get really so um yeah so you're a singer songwriter i'm not really sure how long you've been doing music for so i'd love to go into that too in the episode um but yeah man if you can just give people a gist of who you are what you do and then we're just gonna kind of see where the podcast takes us after that yeah sure hey guys i'm amanda sakoral um i've been doing music i want to say for the last like 15 years i'm mostly a country soul singer from you know northern new jersey and um, music is something that I've been passionate about for a really long time. And I just started recently to take it more seriously, I would say. So I'm really excited to be uh, talking with Ryan on the podcast today. Awesome. Yeah. No, thanks for the intro. And yeah, I mean, for you to say like, I'm a country soul singer from New Jersey, people are like, what? Don't you mean like Tennessee right. or something like that? Like, don't you mean like you were born outside I of Nashville know. or something? And it's like, you know, I grew up on classic <laughs> rock, like straight up just Hendrix. Like I grew up, that's what I grew up on. And like, honestly, I got in a country in the last like three years. I never was like a country fan, but I literally lived like in the country my whole life. So it's like sometimes like it took me yeah. a while to put those songs on and be like oh like i literally live this life to the extent like what they're talking about i never really like fully connected with it i guess um except for the past few years but yeah i mean that's really interesting though that you kind of like i mean shit it doesn't make sense i'm a rapper like it didn't i don't look like a rapper i don't really like i don't know if i sound like one yeah. but like i always say like i wasn't supposed to be one um but yeah so w when it comes to that kind of like music what made you you know, kind of trend in that direction or like, did you have your parents listen to that or, you know, what, what vibes with, what made you vibe with that type of music? 
so honestly, I don't, I don't really know. I think it's where my voice sort of leaned towards when I started singing. I think when I was younger, I used to listen to a lot of country music. It must have been my parents because I don't know how I would have like put it on. <laughs> but but I just remember being young and like watching Faith Hill concerts on TV or Shania Twain. She's another one of my absolute favorites. And I think like my sound and my voice just developed to be a little more in the, like the country Southern rock kind of things. When I perform, I perform a lot of Southern rock. I do perform some classic rock too, because my voice can also go there. So I have like, I feel like I have a broad range. And honestly, being from New Jersey, I feel like that puts me in maybe a little bit of like a a niche category. Like, oh my gosh, she's from New Jersey and she does country music. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I think so. Um, I mean, like when you, and when you say Southern rock, does that, is that like Leonard Skinner or like, what are, you know, what are those kind of bands, you know, look like? So I, I perform with, I perform Leonard Skinner. I do some, uh, I'm, I do some of the Eagles. Um, I'll do, I'll do fleet a little bit of Fleetwood Mac when I sing. So it's it's I love that style. I love that era of music, and I I do love Southern rock. I think there's something really special about that genre. Hmm. Yeah, I I'm just so my dad like he was into a lot of Southern rock and like mostly into like more like I guess traditional classic rock. But for some reason, like he always had this like real appreciation right. for Southern rock. So I kind of didn't like I was into it to it to the extent that like he played it, you know, and I would listen to it. But I think as I went on and learned about music that's because I feel like once you start at the beginning and you go through jazz and then blues and like you kind of develop, like you realize all music comes from the music before it. Um, then I started to be like, and really get into like Stevie Ray Vaughan and like artists like that, like such these such like classic artists, you know? Um, and uh, so oh, that's yeah. awesome. I love those influences. I love that you play that music because there's, it's going to, not like it's going to die, but like people have to keep it alive, you know? It's like, uh, but I mean, we saw yeah. Fleetwood Mac come back on the charts. I mean, how crazy was that yeah because of tiktok <laughs> straight up straight Literally. up because of tiktok um and so yeah i mean that's and i guess that's a testament to just music being timeless and music like that being timeless and it kind of takes oh, it yeah. takes a new thing in the generation to spark it back up like it took a tiktok to make it come back you know like it wasn't gonna right. be some like right. you know uh whatever some old school you know, good dude playing it to like, for like a generation to love it. It had to be on their terms, you know? Right. Yes. It has to be something that they find that they're like, Oh, I found this first. It's like, actually, it's true. been around for longer than most of us. Have been around. Yeah. Like, Oh, and then they were like, Oh, my, our parents' music sucks. Like, okay. Like you just haven't, you don't appreciate it yeah. yet. Like then you got to appreciate it. No, it's, it's um, my, uh, my boyfriend's dad always says that like, a lot of the music now is like, it's very like filler, you know, cause a lot of it's putting it out to get money or to get whatever. But like the music back then was like, it had a meaning and it, there's something to say. Like I sang um, gold dust woman by uh, Fleetwood Mac one time. And the lyrics in that are so challenging. I can't even believe that I remembered all of them because they're like, it's so like intricate and, interesting you know like some lyrics now are just sometimes they're just very repetitive and like they don't actually have anything to say but there's the songs from back then they have so much depth and that's what i love about them <laughs> 
I'm with you. And a lot of that, I've had that conversation before too, and I've really thought about it. And I actually took a songwriting class and that's what made me realize that lyrics are everything. Um, and mm-hmm. I thought like, listen, like, sure. If you look at tradition or if you look at modern rap and hip hop, um, even some modern pop, you're going to have a lot of like, listen, Post Malone isn't known for his lyrics. Like he's known for his songs and his vibe. And, and I right. don't put him on to, to learn to, for him to tell me a story. I put him on yeah. because I like the feeling. So, it's like that there's multiple sides to it for sure um but yeah like imagine like lyrics matter like what if they mattered you know it's like like they used to it would be crazy yeah they can be so impactful like a good lyric can really do so much like can like elicit emotion from you and can make you like think back to like a different time so i'm i pride myself on being like pretty good with lyrics I it's, it's always the thing I, when I write songs I start with the lyrics always and I don't know if that's weird to do but I always like start with the lyrics and then kind of like match this the the backing to it because I feel like the lyrics are so important do you uh like produce all your own music too I do yeah so I'm getting better at it I'm I'm still in like a learning process but I definitely think that when I listen to like the couple of songs that I did and then the last one that I did home, um, I'm proud of myself. I actually took a class with like Ryan Tedder on the monthly thing and um, learned a lot of valuable information from him just on kind of how to how to write and the process and kind of how to mix a little better than I was doing. And uh, it, it really sounds so much better, my, I think. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, and that's that's very important that you are like learning more too, because I feel like it's easy for artists for us to get like stagnant and be like, oh, our mix sounds good. Like I think it's good. Yeah. And that's yeah. not. Yeah. How I mean, it is. I'm you know I want to be the best I can possibly be, so I'm I'm actively trying to learn and practice, and it definitely gets overwhelming, and like you definitely know that, and like every artist out there knows like it's just overwhelming the amount of information and also the amount of things that we have to be as independent artists you have to be like I have to be my own booking agent I have to be my own manager I have to be my own marketing coordinator you know so like I spend like most of my week like making TikToks or content for Instagram you know just to try to get myself out there so it's definitely it's definitely a lot but it's something that i i'm so happy doing that i'll gladly do it <laughs> yeah that's you know that's i really like how you said that because it's like if your music is that good or if it's that powerful or important it's like you should have no problem like go doing going above and beyond to promote it and even though yeah. it sucks like even though it sucks editing videos and it sucks creating them sometimes and like when you're not when you don't it's the same thing with writing i feel like when you're not in the mood to do it it kind of it's hard but once you kind of get going um you're yeah. good and i really appreciate your um you know your hustle as well and like the content you know i see you putting out the content um whether that's reels or a post or a tiktok and because that's mm-hmm. i mean that's where i slack like really i put out stuff when i release and then i'm like okay cool people are listening like i get people tell me what's up yeah. like or they like the song or they don't like it or they you know um i give the fans something and then i'm like oh i'm good 
but it's like no like i really have to upload every day to keep this going like there's no i shouldn't just assume like all right if i only work when i release (laughs) i'm not gonna get anywhere really like i'll grow a little bit but it's really about that consistency like for you like honestly yeah yeah. do you have like a scheduler like what do you do how do you do your content so i try i i kind of have a little schedule like i will batch content a lot of things a lot of tiktoks then i repurpose my tiktoks to real to the reels and um i do have like a little planner that i plan out all my instagram posts i've been slacking because last week i went on vacation it was just like i just wanted to relax (laughs) but um but yeah, I try, I try my best because I've seen things I've heard. I heard one person say one time, I don't remember if it was on TikTok or not, but they said like consistency is key because you never know who's watching you in the background. Like even if your videos maybe don't get like millions of views every time, you don't know who's watching those. Somebody big could be like, oh, wanting to see consistency from you. And then when they feel you're consistent, they will like, you know, get to you. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. You're right. I never, I guess I never really thought about it like that. Like I thought about consistency of like almost on the personal side of like just the growth and Mm -hmm. like sticking to it for you, but it's really, it's also for that. Like it's also for the unknown and you know, it really is like, when you look at artists who are really successful like it's really about the fans like it's not even about the artists at the end of the day it's like i try to like separate myself from the music because i'm like they need sully bop but like me like i can't take this personally like i gotta like just put out sully bop and like that's what i gotta do and like you have your actual name as your artist name so and which i think is a better move in my opinion i think that's the better move would i have what do i regret doing this no i don't but at the same time, I sometimes I wish I was Ryan Sullivan, you know, and like there's a yeah. hundred million billion Ryan Sullivan's that are probably there's probably thousands of them on Spotify even. So it's like with my name, right. with your name, it's probably a little bit better for that. My name, there's a million <laughs> of me, but um, but yeah, there's yeah. something to be said about that um, as well. But when it comes to um, kind of off that vein, like when it comes to continuing to record, and I was talking to Gino about this on the last podcast. I did a song with him. He's a rapper, um, and uh, we're good friends. And I was on his podcast too and i was talking to him um well when it comes to like recording and like continuing do you like are you always writing are you like writing once a month are you like what does that kind of look like for you so i try to i try to write a little bit every day um even if it's not like a full song i really do try to to get a little bit written every day and sometimes it'll just be like like maybe like a chorus or maybe like i'll be in my car and i'll have my voice notes and i'll like think of something and record myself doing it so that I can do it later. I really try to do it every single day. I, it gets challenging sometimes, but even if I, even if I only have like 10 minutes, I sit down, I'm like, okay, think about, think of something, think of something you heard today. Like that could be a song maybe, you know, or something like relatable, even with like, even with my TikToks, like I write little miniature songs and I, you know, that's, that's writing to me. Maybe I could take something from that. Like I actually, um, I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but I had one TikTok go like decently viral. Like I think it has over like 200,000 views and it was a little like mantra song. And I swear I have over like 4,000 people using my sound on on TikTok every day. More people use it. And then on reels, I posted on reels and every day somebody uses it on reels and says to me, oh my gosh, this is helping me. And I love this. When is this going to be on Spotify? So I'm turning that into a song. So it was like a five second 
mantra that I can turn into a song that actually might do something, <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah. And it's not just the, see, that's where it's not just the music. Like it's way, it's beyond that. Like it's, a, it's one of the mantras. And now exactly. I went through the TikTok to like see all the mantras and they're very, impre- I like what you're doing and it's not, <laughs> but people, artists think now I just saw this the other day too. Um, artists think that it's all about the music. It's like, it's really the music they expect Give them something they don't expect, and then they'll exactly. really remember you. So, and that's another way, like you just said, for you to continue to make music by not just saying, I'm going to sit down, write a whole song or whatever, and putting that pressure. Yes. You're like, I'm going to create this yes. 10 second thing, and then boom, it gets 200,000 views. Exactly. And it, po- I swear to you, I was in my car about to go into work, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to, I'm thinking, I thought of it, I'm going to record it. And I never in a million years thought that it would blow up the way that it did. I had some girl who has 10 million followers use my sound. That's like, I was like, what? I was like, that's so crazy. And then people were messaging me like, oh my gosh, Amanda, this is helping me. I'm using this every day. It's making me feel confident. It's making me feel powerful. And I'm like, the, the fact that I can do something that's helping people like I've read books on how to build your brand. Cause that's been one of the hardest things for me. Like, I don't know how to like b- build a fan base, but then I'm boiling it down and I'm realizing that you're kind of just building yourself for people to like you. And then when you put music out, they'll be like, Oh my God, well, I love her. So let me listen to what she does. You know, it's that's oh. true. And so, I mean, even an example uh, of this is this guy, his name is Gata. So I've never, I'm not sure if you've ever seen, do you know who little Dicky is? Yes. Yeah. So Lil Dicky has a show called Dave. And it's a great yes. show. It's on Hulu. It's so good. Um, and so Gata <laughs> is his other is a character in the show. And Gata, he's okay. an actor. He's a model. He's whatever. Like he's mostly an actor, I guess. He, and then he dropped um, a song. And like I personally, Gata, I love you. Come up on this podcast. You're the man. I'm not a huge fan of the song. But the right. fact of the matter is hundreds of thousands of people are listening to that song and there's people that absolutely love it just because and because they love him so what you just said it's like you got to look at that too people might like this podcast and then never listen i had a kid the other day went to i remember introducing myself to him in middle school and Mm -hmm. i've been releasing music for like coming on like five years i think and he just messaged me the other day and went i had no idea these songs were here i like all these ones and i'm like dude what and like he just knew yeah. me like if somebody would ask him oh like what's up with sully like oh sully he's my boy or something like we were cool but he would not even yeah. have even known and good thing on snapchat i think maybe unless he saw it on instagram or a snapchat or whatever but yeah. like that's it like they might like you for or just be friends with you or like you for something and then yeah boom Yeah, if they like you for you, you know, or they like you for the little things that you do or the stupid little TikToks that I put out, like they're like, I love your energy. And and so they'll listen to my songs. Like I've, I've actually had, I've had a a phenomenal growth on my Spotify just from TikTok alone. Like, I think I've gained like a hundred fans or something like that. Crazy. I was like, wow. I was like, this is big. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what they too? It's like they might just be fans of the mantras, and that's okay too. It's like it's amazing. Yeah. It's just fans in different ways. Some people just might be a fan yeah. of Amanda. They just might be a fan of Amanda, yeah. and no matter what you do, it's like that's the beauty of it. And like so, for your mantras, I definitely want to go into like the TikTok itself. But like, it seems to me that you what you put out is 
is is most it might be all positive but like mostly positive uh thoughts mm-hmm. that you put out in these mantras so where did that you know come from like are you like a naturally positive person do you does that did, were those for you like did they just help you and then you put them out like what is that where did that come from so I have been like throughout quarantine and everything, I got really big into um, like manifestation and kind of like spirituality a little bit, not necessarily like religion, just like, just like being spiritual, like thinking about th- thinking about things in a positive way and attracting them to you, you know, law of attraction, stuff like that. So I got really big into that and I've been trying, you know, I've been trying to manifest big things into my life and to do more things with music. And I would say it's working. I mean, I I'm on a music podcast with you and I'm performing a gig tomorrow, a, a live one, you know, and for like three hours, which is insane. And, and I, you know, I just, I fo- well, I was trying to focus on myself and then I was on TikTok and I was like struggling kind of to find a niche. Like I would post my music, but then unless you post like super consistently with that. And sometimes it gets strenuous to every day, sit down and like film multiple things where you're, where you're playing music. So I was like, you know what, like, what is something that I'm good at coming up with rhymes, coming up with lyrics? I want to promote positivity and I want to promote, you know, like I want everybody to believe that, you know, if you think about things in a positive light, they can come to you. And I don't know, I just kind of put that all together. And I, I took a leap of faith with that one mantra. And then people were commenting like, Oh my God, can you do one for this? Can you do one for self-worth? Can you do one for love? And I was like, sure. So then I start doing ones for other people and they're like, Oh my God, love this, love this, please do another one. And it kind of just spiraled from there. And I was like, wow, I found like a little niche, I think. And then like, I, I, I heard something once too, that says like, as a musician, don't be afraid to niche down initially. Like, don't be afraid to be part of like a very small niche. Like maybe even if I release music, that's all about positivity. It's country music, but it's about positivity. It's about thinking positive. It's like that will bring you so many people, so many fans. And then those fans will tell other people and then tell other people. And eventually you'll be have your thousand super fans and things like that, you know? So, so I'm, I'm rocking with it. I'm rocking with the little niche with the mantra niche and like the positive positivity. I try to do different things with it too. You know, like I'll do like, I'll play like positive quotes into little songs and I'll do things like that. So I'm just trying to figure out what works and being consistent with it. And it seems to be working. I mean, I almost, I'm almost at 10,000 followers, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, congrats on yeah, it's at eighty six or something right now, which is yeah. even incredible. Yeah. I feel like, and I taught I had a few episodes back. It might be like four or five now, um, but it got released this week when we're recording this. But um, my friend Kurt went to high school with him. He dressed up as Johnny Bravo for Halloween. Somebody shot a video of him talk, uh, talking to a girl in the street. It got three million views. He started making TikToks as Johnny Bravo. He has a hundred thousand yeah. followers now. He's just a person I grew up with. My friend. I was like, what's Kurt? Yeah. And let's go see what he's doing. I look at his TikTok a hundred. I'm like, what? Like, this is crazy. And it's like, yeah. And he's just doing his thing, going through his life. Like, just same thing, though. I will say super positive dude, athletic trainer, like definitely just the good vibes all around. And, you know, I think that's a trend where it's like he didn't even expect that to happen right and it's like even with that video you didn't expect that to happen you just put it out he just ended up hey let me edit some let me see what happens you know so that's really you kind of you're not going to get anywhere being negative you know so it's like no yeah 
yeah, like you're not going to get good things to you being negative. So I'm like, you know what? I might as well just push positivity into the world and try to help some people. And maybe they'll be like, oh, I like her so much. And, you know, like TikTok is amazing right now because like your friend, you could post one video and it resonates with so many people. And then the next day you could have hundreds of thousands of followers. And it's crazy to think like, I think I gained like 4,000 followers in like three days from that one video. And I was like, is this even possible? Like, cause on Instagram, like, you know, you don't get that. <laughs> so, so, you know, you, and you work, we work so hard on Instagram to get it, but tell me about but, it. It's like, yeah, yo, like, after seven years, it's like, ah, you know, it's like, I gotta I do it. And you, you know, I will say reels is great. Reels has been amazing to me. It's brought me reels, another yeah. probably hundred people to listen to this podcast which is great and um yeah. for me to just like talk shit which this is this is literally what i do in my spare time I just talk shit and like on a podcast record <laughs> it and you know yeah. i'm super grateful for the people that listen um but yeah i mean that's really it to have a platform that gives you reach without you just by creating content and also the fact yeah. that you don't know with instagram you can get super predictable and i almost think that's bad instagram facebook it's like oh i know if i post this this will happen with tiktok reels it's just you don't really know so it makes you yeah. be a little more genuine with content um because you don't have to put yourself in a box you know it's, yeah that's really well that's it. what they say like they say like for tiktok it's literally just like you should just open your phone and start doing stuff because people like people like seeing that you're like genuine like so a lot of times the overproduced videos on tiktok do not get a lot of views because they're like oh like this isn't genuine or natural like these young kids literally just want you to open up like i was in my car put it on my steering wheel you know like that and it resonated with them you know i don't know if i would have done that in like a really like edited video if they would have been into it so it's it's amazing and it's so unpredictable so you have no idea like what could happen and it's good and it's bad but like that's why i just keep pushing stuff out there I've been slacking a little bit this week, but I've been, I've been trying to push stuff out there every day. Cause it's like, you literally never know. And if I can get one thing to really, really hit, it could all be over. We could be on the Grammys next week, next year, baby. It's true. <laughs> hey, big facts. And you know, that's the mindset to have really, and just keep it up, you know, just keep going. Um, that's really it. And like, you know, it just keep pushing it out. I guess that's, that's what I realize now. It's like, shit. I do so many things and it's like for me to just be like, ah, music, I'll just like get around to it. It's like, nah, it's like, then I'm just never going to yeah. make it, you know? So it's mm -hmm. it's like, shit, we really got to be on top of this shit. But, um, there's a few different directions <laughs> I could go, but I do want to mention or talk about your like live shows. Um, you know, you performing, uh, live, whether that's, I'm not sure where you, you are, you're somewhere tomorrow, right? I'd like to definitely plug yeah, it all, but. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm uh, going to be at sidelines 46 in uh, Fairfield from seven to 10 it's country music night so oh that's awesome yeah so when how long have you been doing live like that like performing in that capacity so i haven't been well before the pandemic i performed maybe a couple times here and there like i'll go to open mics and do things like that um this is actually going to be the first time that i'm like by myself three hours i'm a little nervous but i'm very excited and um and yeah, but I've been performing like open mics, karaoke, like um, I did like little coffee houses here and there before the pandemic. And then I tried to do like a couple like lives, you know, like Facebook live um, during during the quarantine. And then I was just like, you know what? I'm like, like 
like what you just said, I'm at this point now where like, if this is what I want to do, I need to start doing it. So I, um, I did, um, I'm a part-time makeup artist as well. So I did, um, I did makeup on this, um, one girl for a photo shoot at a country music store in Denville. And she was performing at this place. And then they messaged me. I put it, I put my makeup on her on my Instagram and they messaged me like, Hey, Meta, do you perform live? And I was like, yes. And they were like, Oh, can you, can you come and perform? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> what the opportunity being somewhere I you know. don't know, you there might you as go. well just go places. Well, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The universe sent me that. Like yeah. literally I'm talking about all about manifestation and everything. Like the universe is like, here's your thing. Like you better take it. We're laying it to you on a platter. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I had my friend um, Nick Gates uh, on this podcast, and and you know, he has kind of he's he has he gets coached, and he's also like a life and life coach as well. Um, but he kind of has this like framework, and it's a little hard for me to explain, I guess, like without you know actually going through the whole thing myself. But you know, he really d- he harps on these things of like having those goals is like the most important thing. It's like sure you're gonna break it down into like the five year, the one year, the six month, the month, the weekly the daily activities but i think like you said like there's there's no manifestation manifestation doesn't work without work but no it works and you know that and work together it's gonna something's gonna happen exactly you know and like that's it's all about it's all about inspired action so it's all about like the universe sent like like they sent me let's say they sent me this thing from the sidelines 46 saying like hey man did you perform live i have a choice whether i say oh no i'm afraid oh no i i don't or to be like you know what this is what you want to do this is what you've been asking the universe for so you better do it you know so like it's all about inspired action and then working every single day on that thing so you can show that you really want it that this is something that you desire that you're really strong, strongly about strongly desire. And it's just, that's what, that's what I've been. So it's very similar to like the goals thing, right? It's very similar to like writing down your goals. They actually say there's something to writing them down because when you write it down, your brain is like, okay, this is a real thing that we need to work on. So it's, I'm all, I'm all about that stuff. I've gotten really into it and I've, I feel like I've changed, you know, I've grown so much as a person and as an artist just in the last couple of years. So I'm excited to see where it goes. Me too. Um, for both of us, for sure. And you know, it really, that's, that's, that's how it is. I mean, you have to have those kind of large, like macro things. Like if you don't, if you, it's really comes down to identity, I think, uh, to an extent. And the same thing, I've been like researching habits lately. I read this book about habits like a few years ago, but now I'm like getting into it again. And uh, I'm more into, I'm definitely into the spirituality. I meditate every day. Like I've been doing that for a long yeah. time. Like that's kind of my spiritual uh, practice. But I'm also oh, yeah. into like self-improvement, a lot of self-improvement, trying out different habits and things like that. So um, I just listened to a podcast uh, about habits. And so they were saying like when you build them or say even with music that's a habit too and you get to a point where you're asked that question and in your mind you don't say you don't go i'm trying to be a musician you say i am a musician you know and that you know and that and i was talking to another guest christian about this too he was a college football player and after his after he stopped he it was hard for him in his head 
uh, to go, I'm not a football player. But he said, ultimately, he's like, it was better for me to then go, I'm not a football player. So then he could say, I am an investor or I am a business owner or whatever that is. Next thing is, so it's like, it kind of comes down to identity where like sometimes you're going to close the door on your last identity and then open the new door and be in that one. Or, you know, for our example, even when we get asked for an opportunity, it's like, you got to put that, you got to be that person. I am a rapper. I am a entrepreneur. I am a whatever it is, DJ. Yeah, because when you say it, if you say it enough, you burn it into your mind. And then you literally start becoming and acting like that type of person. So that's liter- that's literally actually what manifestation is all about. It's about being what you want now. And it's about acting how that person acts right now. You want to be a musician? You want to be a rapper? Okay, what does a rapper do every single day? that's what you do because that is what you are. That's what you want to be. So it's like, you know, I was like, of course I will. I mean, I, I didn't even have any, I had like 40 minutes, minutes of music prepared. And I spent the last like month getting songs together, practicing, getting all the equipment. And I was like, you know what? Now I am a liter- I am a musician. I'm a musician. I'm doing a live gig tomorrow. I'm a musician, you know? So I say that to myself every morning. And when people, like you said, when people ask, when people come up to me, like say, what do you do? I'm say, I'm a musician. Cause that's what I am. <laughs> yeah. That is, man, that's so powerful. Um, you know, I've done that to, even with the writing it down. I like, I have this like entire thing that I wrote the other day. It was like all about that. Um, I just went off on myself. I was like, okay, I gotta go yeah. off. And it's like, um, you know, I'm a rapper, I'm an artist. Like, this is what I'm meant to do. This is where I'm going to be in this amount of time. Like, you know, putting yeah. it all on paper first and kind of, you know, going from there and i think there's people have a problem with the word i think manifestation has these weird conversations because people have been trying to like they've been trying to use it to like influence people to like buy shit or something and you know and it's it really comes down to like what you did whereas like before this you got all into this and actually you saw the benefits of it you probably could have looked at manifestation back yeah all right like that's just what like that's how i looked at it before too yeah like what is that And then when you boil it down and you're just like, it's literally just about embodying the embodying what you want, like literally stepping into who you want to be. And I'm like, I can do that. Like you just say what you are because that's what you are. Like you're not trying to be a rapper. You are one. You're not trying to be a musician, not trying to be an investor. You are one because, because even if, even if we do small things every day, you're still doing it. You're still doing it more than someone else, you know, more than another person might be doing it. Someone who says they're a musician, but they don't practice every day. They don't write anything down any day. They like release a song once every year and a half. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's people like us who are putting in the actual work that are like, wow, the universe is going to come over and be like, you know what? I see you. I see you writing all that stuff down and I see you doing the work and I'm going to reward you for that. Yeah, and having that self-awareness to go, holy shit, I put out a song in 2020 and then I didn't put out another song till 2021. Like, I was that exactly. person. Like, that was me. So then yeah. I went, oh, shit, I'm not a rapper anymore. What the fuck happened? And it's like, <laughs> holy shit, like, you did this to yourself, though. You know, it's like you just didn't yeah. stick with the program. And, like, think about it. Now you have been doing all this. And then if I went to your profile and didn't know you, which I didn't even know you um, but like personally before this, I would have went to your profile mm-hmm. and saw... Oh wow, she's yeah, she 
she plays live like she's a singer songwriter she does she gigs like that's her life yeah. you know and like if but if you didn't put all that out it wouldn't you know and it really Nobody comes down to also exactly and um it really is too like a, a lot of people say especially with artists it's like ah fuck what people think like it doesn't matter um it matters i mean it matters to the point where like the fans are always i love that this is my favorite thing um there's a great talk that i guess it's a talk or it's kind of it, it must i guess it's a talk slash kind of singing and performing too but john mayer did this thing at berkeley college of music like 10 years ago and he was like mm -hmm. the fans are always smarter than you and they're always right so and if mm -hmm. you want to you get to choose to believe that they're right or not but yeah. they're always smarter than you so they meaning they always know if the song is good whether you think it's good or not you know and yeah. so that's like the balance that artists have to have where it's like i know this is going to be a banger and then after uh, as you probably know after dropping a song and then crickets you're like oh shit i thought this was the song even the last song i dropped yeah literally dropped the song i was like i made this in 2019 i'm just gonna put something mm -hmm. out for the fans so i can get back going again people coming out like not like thousands of people but literally people who never said anything before and i'm like what i didn't even know that yeah so they're smarter in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> yes and you mentioned they, um, the... no sorry we're gonna say no i said they're the ones that um they're the ones that are, you know, cutting our checks. So <laughs> will be for sure. That's what I'm saying. When you mention a yeah. thousand true fans, that's it. I mean, a thousand people spend a hundred bucks a year. Do the math. There you go. You're making six figures. There you go. You know, mm -hmm. um, it's that's really what it is. Um, and that's a lot. I've been trying to. I used to do a little more kind of research on that, and I've definitely been slacking. But kind of learning that business side of it. Are you? Have you kind of? I know. I'm pretty sure from what you've said in the content and everything. And gigging, probably you're kind of getting into that. But are you kind of realizing this artist thing that's it's it goes beyond that. The music is like this little piece, and then whew, yes, oh yeah, else. oh yeah, it's a like humongous. Like the music is a small sliver of you as a brand, or you know, building. I I'm reading this book right now. It's called Building Your Story Brand, and I can't uh, remember I've who I've been recommended by. it. Yeah, I'll think up. I've been yeah. recommended it. Yeah. So you got to read that. I am not finished with it, but it's basically just about how, you know, you need to build yourself as a brand and you have to like kind of tell a story of you as your brand. So that's an important book. And then I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to like Rick Barker. He used to be um, Taylor Swift's manager and he has a lot of good people on his podcast talking about, you know, um, kind of the marketing side of the music business and, you know, how you should be marketing yourself and what you can be doing on social media and, and other things to make money. Like you talked about this one woman who actually makes a living doing Facebook live. She has like a tip jar, like Facebook live, and she has been making like $80,000 a year or something like that, doing just virtual concerts. So if there's so much what I've realized is there's so many different ways to make money with music and to, you know, be part of the music business that don't necessarily mean that you're like Beyonce, but if I could take like a sliver of that and still be called, still call myself like a musician and, you know, have like a fan base, that would be amazing. Yeah. And it's possible. And like you said, it's just sticking to one or two of those things. Like I did merch once it all sold out. 
and I made money. I was able yeah. to pay for my whole, the whole recording of my album, you know? So it's like, yeah, that's the real right there. And that was 2018 when I did that. So it's like, I haven't made merch since then. It's like, what am I doing? It's like, I literally have a business yeah. too. It's like, I shouldn't know how to do this shit. It's like, sometimes yeah. that's the thing. It's like, you, you like sometimes don't apply one thing to the other. It's like, um, yeah. you know, you think it's like, ah, oh, this crazy, this music, it's, when it put it down on paper like that's the when you look at the numbers all right how much how much am i bringing in versus how much am i spending it's like then you kind of take the emotion out of it and then you know yeah. become that then you start li doing live and then a month in you make uh you know like my friend who d streams on twitch my friend lauren who i had in this podcast she make she was making 25 then 50 bucks then 100 bucks and 150 yeah. and i even think for me like my freelancing experience like i started freelancing i made it took me two months to make $80 and then it took me yeah. and the next two months I made 2000 and then the next two months, you know, so it's just like, but yeah. if you stopped on week six, you'd be like, well, I don't make any money doing this. I think that's what artists do. I think that's a problem. We don't, we're so impatient. We just want shit. Our, my yeah. music's amazing. Like I should just be famous, you know, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's I know there's some, I, I listened to this one guy on YouTube and he was like, you have to stop thinking that the music is going to speak for itself because it's not <laughs> like no matter how good it is you can't make someone care who doesn't care, like who doesn't know anything about you. They're not going to just listen to the music because it's amazing. Like they don't, they don't want to listen to it because they don't know who you are. So you have to make people care about you first and then, and then bring the music in, you know, like have the music there. Like they say it's important to like release consistently. And I know I've been slacking with that a little bit, but um, if you release consistently and then you, you know, have, you build a brand for yourself like i'm trying to do on instagram and tiktok and then people are like oh wow and then they go and find all your music and they can listen to hours of music of you and you're building a fan because you're like wow they already have tons of music they put out content all the time i can trust that they're gonna put stuff out you know so you gotta build like a little virtual relationship with all these people yeah you do and at scale and like it's way harder when you get bigger that's why artists like i feel like a lot of times you see that and if you think about it i haven't found many artists on spotify i've just found them in other ways i found them on youtube on yeah. instagram my friend texted me mm -hmm. you know like if you look <laughs> it's like they don't for some reason we don't apply the same ideology to the artists we already know we're like ah oh, they just made it dude no they didn't they were literally it's not like they have eighty thousand followers and that happened in four days like even if they had yeah. a marketing team like i used to work for a marketing company i used to think marketing was like you just have a cheat code and you just know how to get all these people then you go it's like oh shit it's gonna take three years to get this many people it's like that's yeah. just the fucking reality of this shit like there's you're not it, special yeah, it's like, you're not special like no it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> you get, it's a, yeah. there there was in um one of the pitch perfect movies there was a scene that it's like one of my favorite scenes ever and it's like one of my favorite things that ever i've ever seen in a movie and it was like the guy saying to her because she works for a record label and he she's like trying to be a producer and he's like see all these people out here they're all talented like you're talented they're all talented so like what what the hell makes you special like what makes you special and why are people gonna listen to you versus these millions of other people out here so you have to kind of, it's kind of like entrepreneurship. I took a class in college called um, Entrepreneurship for Musicians. And it was literally about finding like your unique selling point. 
like what's where did you go to college holy shit that's legit where'd you go to school william patterson oh okay yeah that i yeah i had a like songwriting that was the closest (laughs) i went to school for business and i was like i don't even know how to do this shit it's like (laughs) yeah no i was in like a music program for a little while there it was like they had like a literally had a pop music program so i took that's entrepreneurship for musicians i took structure and content of the music industry I took um, social media for musicians. So like I kind of had a little bit of a leg up there, but actually back when I was in William Patterson, I didn't like fully believe I was a musician. So I I thought I had like imposter syndrome. I was like, everyone around me is more talented and like, I shouldn't be here, (laughs) you know? know? So you have those doubts. I finally got around to it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, there you go. Well, it takes you like nobody else can do it for you. Like no teacher, you know, it really like, like I, one of my prof or my songwriting professor, he uh, you know let me. It's I was in this class where it was me and like a bunch of people who weren't musicians, and I considered myself like I was you know a rapper, producer, whatever, um, guitarist, and like, but you know he kind of was just like he would listen to my song and just give me like honest feedback, and I was like oh shit. Like, that's what I need. It's like one of my friends, too. Yeah. We be- actually became, my friend Chris, he's been on here, too. Um, we became, like, really good friends after he was super honest. about. And so then I just kept sending him songs. It's like, I couldn't realize yeah. it for myself, though. It's like, you have to, or you, somebody couldn't realize it for me, rather. I had to really, you know, um, you know, kind of get that self-awareness i think that's hard too to know you know but you kind of trust people you know that's really it too and to have people around you like um you know i don't know like i my girlfriend is definitely a fan of some songs but she's not like obviously she's like i try to she just kind of looks at it like the song like she really like i think maybe she just she knows it's me but um you know yeah. i don't have any expectations i guess is what i'm saying of my friends being fans or my girlfriend being fans or my family being oh, fans yeah. like i think a lot of people get caught up in that too they're like oh they'll just like you know if i need a loan or something it's like dude i don't yeah so you have no these people don't have any obligation to you um i think no, yeah no. moral of the story is you got it. it's all you <laughs> you know it's all you yep but so as far as your, you know, um, this song that you just dropped home and I definitely want to touch on that. Um, you know, what are your, what's, what, what are you focusing on right now? Is it just releasing more songs? Is it kind of tailoring that, that sound? Because like you said, you're kind of, I think as you probably agreed, like you're probably coming into your own even more, um, lately since you've really been, you know, really focusing on the music, like where are you looking, where's your, what's your sound looking like, like kind of here and, and beyond. So I am, I'm working on actually that song right now that is based off of the TikTok that I put out, the little mantra, original mantra. And I'm, I'm hopefully I'm in like the process of finishing it. I'm hopefully going to be releasing that either like the very end of summer or like beginning of September. And then I am, I'm, I'm gigging a decent amount. So I'm trying to get more booking, more like live shows just to get the experience kind of doing it, doing it live, doing it, you know, consistently. And then, like I said, I just, I'm going to keep putting out content on Instagram and TikTok and try to really build that, build that audience of people who want to listen to my music. Mm. Do you see yourself gigging like maybe full time or like really get like do getting into it a lot? Cause I've, I've seen yes. people do that and I'm like, oh my God, that's their job now. Yes. I would love to do that. I mean, if that's what I could do all day, you know, if that's what I could do, like, that's my job. Like, you know, I just at night, I'm just like, Oh wait, I just got to go do a show for three hours, you know? Um, 
that would be amazing. I would love to transition into that. Like I said, right now I'm kind of my own booking agent. So I'm kind of figuring out how to do that. <laughs> so uh, I'm working on that. But aside from that, I've been, um, I might, I'm starting this, um, I'm starting a job, like a sales job for a musician company. So it's like a remote job so I can work, you know, work kind of whenever. So it's, you know, ideal for producing music and, you know, being more consistent with, with music. Look at that. Your life is starting to like really be all encompassing. I'm aligning myself. Like I said, I am a musician. I'm aligning myself with all things that musicians do. You're literally living it. I, that's that's it um, and so folks for like hey take notes here like you gotta you're you are like and whatever you see and whatever you put your mind towards that's what you think that's who you are that's who you become like if you follow exactly. a bunch of people who are negative or like you know on like you know really only listen to other people who have their opinion then that's the opinion that you're gonna have and like if you you know are that way or you make music every day and you are positive and have the mantra and the mindset like then that's what you're going to create and boom there you go have this job now which is um that's really exciting congrats that's awesome yeah thank you yeah i'm i kind of went into the pot that's where i'm stuck i'm like podcast world music world so i'm trying to i think ultimately will be um my job will be a job that combines uh both of them so that's kind of where i'm headed because i'm like that they they're pretty symbiotic so um but yeah same thing with you that's what i that's what i struggle with sometimes because i like to do a lot of things. Like I have a lot of different interests and things that I want to do. And I'm always like, I have like an idea brain where I'm like, Oh my God, I could turn that into a business. Oh my gosh. I could turn that into a business. But there's a quote. I don't know if you ever watched parks and rec. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, like um, Ron Swanson has that one quote that he's talking to Leslie and he's like, you can't half ass two things. You got a whole ass one thing. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like if music is what I want and it's literally what I've been talking about and writing about, like I need to just go all in with it. I think about that every day. And I think about, um, also making, it's like, I'm making money from the, my business and I also love it, but it also feels like work. And it's also, and it's like, I wonder, like, it feels like more work than music, but then at the same time, it's like, I'm not, then that's taking up all my time and I've taken away from music. So it's like that ex, you know, uh, existential thing. You're like, what, damn, like, what is it? It's like, you know? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> wow. And that's like, that's the, you know, that's what happens when you try to pursue something like this and Hey, well, but I think, you know, um, Ron Swanson's right. I think. And, you know, I was talking to somebody about this too. I think you can really, I think you could probably do, I think Ron Swanson's kind of right. Like you could probably do a few things. Like I, I was on the few, one of the last podcast, it was like naming all the things I do is like eight. And, I, and I'm thinking yeah. I can't really pursue eight. Like I can't grow in eight. Right. I think you could grow yeah. in two or three, but, and have mm-hmm. a relationship. Well, subtract one now, you know, cause that's, you can yeah. try to grow in that too, which is a whole other yeah. thing. Um, you know, so, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, before we go here, before I wrap it up, um, you said that you would be down to do a little acapella for, for the people. And, um, if you're okay with it, I'd like to, you know, EQ it, throw some reverb on it after too. And, you know, oh, make yeah, some, sure. yeah, I like to, I get, you know, I mix too. I like to, yeah. it's like, all right, mix the music with the podcast. That's what I'm talking about. So we always give the option, yeah. uh, for, musicians so if you want um that's that's all you you can take the floor on that yeah i'll do a little bit of the i'll do the chorus awesome sounds good to me all right let me know when you're ready oh i'm good you're good whenever all right 
And you smile, it sings like the melody to a life of love and harmony. And I'll always cherish the memory. Home is where you are with me. Home is where you are with me. Oh, home is where you are with me. Wow, that was wow. I need the la like the clap soundtrack right now because like that <laughs> wouldn't you. even do it justice. I gotta say, um, no, that was like your voice is something else like it really like thank you like you gotta go have you like you gotta go on like the voice oh or something my don't even these. get me started yeah. i have auditioned people have told you i have auditioned okay cool. thousand times for all of those shows well there you go then on to the musician mindset all right cool i'm gonna keep making <laughs> yeah, content let's gonna, go it's like I'm adapt self-made sequoral that's what, what my dad always says <laughs> I love it. I love it. The the manifesting musician. That's I when you've taught like coming back to the niche thing, best best thing you can yep. do. Um for sure. Same as it's just business principles, yeah. right? Um really comes down to it. But yeah, no, but when I saw your page, um that's what I thought immediately. I'm like the voice. I was like, nothing else, Matt. It's like you have that, like everything else you can build. Yeah. It's like I feel like that, and I don't know where that came from. Could probably, that would probably be another like, yep. who knows? You don't know. <laughs> um, but same thing. It's like you kind of build it as you go. You know. Yeah. Um, but thank thank you so much. That that was beautiful. By the thank way, you. Um, thank you for thank doing you that. Thank you so much. No, anytime. I really appreciate it. And when so the videos come out a little bit after, um, but we'll definitely make sure we get that clip over to you. We'll get post it on the podcast page and okay everything. awesome um but yeah before we before we wrap it up just tell people you know uh website tiktok instagram i'm gonna have it all in the description for people listening and watching right now but you know awesome. just so they if they're ready to type it in yeah so you can follow me on instagram at amanda sakura music um and that's also my tiktok and my twitter is at amanda underscore underscore sakura and um my website is like hard to read to you because it's like a wix site <laughs> i don't have the domain that's all good i'll put it i'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll put your link tree yeah, like yeah, that. yeah yeah i have that little like fan page thing and then i also have a youtube which i am trying to release the mantras actually on youtube so people can listen to them in playlists and listen to them over and over again so be sure to subscribe to me on that too and um thank you so much ryan i really enjoyed being on your podcast Oh yeah, anytime. I had a great time. Um, I'll always love talking music. Like I said, I always love talking to musicians. I will say two things. Um, her single home, uh, go listen to that on Spotify. I'll have it below. Yes. Um, the chorus that you just heard. And yeah, the mantras on TikTok. Definitely go check out the TikTok too, especially if you need that positivity in your life. That's Absolutely. what she's bringing right there, the manifestation. Um, it's beautiful. Thank you so much, Amanda. I really appreciate it. And before we wrap, as everybody knows, uh, thank you for doing this. Uh, thank you for everybody who's involved in this podcast. It is a team. And uh, I don't don't do it just myself tread on the production brand and on the video matt kane intro and outro ryan kelly for the logo angelo fusco for the music and sodabeats.com our sponsor today uh, s-o-d-a-b-e-a-t-s soda beats the best way and easiest way to make hip-hop and rap beats online for any purpose free right now on your browser and as everybody knows we're on all platforms even the ones nobody uses sullybop.com for everything else amanda thank you so much for being here today i appreciate it thank you sully appreciate it 
thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Bobcast. I hope you got a ton of value from that episode. I know I did. If you could, I would please encourage you to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, that is the best way uh, to gain new listeners and grow and rank on the platform so new people can listen to the podcast. So if you do have a minute, um, probably less than a minute, maybe 30 seconds of your time uh, to leave us a review, uh, that would be amazing. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure to visit sodabeats.com. It's the best way to make beats online right now easiest way Uh, you can use them uh, for profit use uh, uh, no royalty fees or anything like that and uh, you get to keep the beat forever and do whatever you want with it it's great so more at sullybop.com video version on youtube you guys know the deal thank you so much i'm ryan sullivan this has been another episode of bobcast i'll see you guys on the next one this beat is by jello beats